Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to part two of In Sickness and In Health. What do we think? about ambitious people. What do we think about ambitious Listen, people or people who refer to themselves as ambitious? There's got to be ambitious people. There's got to be. There's got to be brave, ambitious, well, brave's inter- different intelligent ambitious. people. We need all these people. Don't you feel like, though, if somebody describes themselves as ambitious, you just think, so you're a bit of a prick? No. Do you not think? No, I don't think so. But do you know, do you know how, like, we need. We I need. Think, no, I know what you're saying, but I think sometimes if somebody describes themselves as ambitious, it can come across as I will trample you. Fair enough. Anything. And we need those people, and I need to be trampled on. Because <laughs> if it's just if the world's just full of people like me, just lazy, uneducated, Id- idiot, cowards, mm. we wouldn't have like doctors and nurses. We wouldn't have soldiers. We wouldn't have True. people trying to. Get to Mars, we wouldn't have any of this. So, okay, well, the world would be a mess. Just a lot of yous. It'd be everyone sat in an Indian restaurant going, <laughs> Why the fuck is the food not being made? <laughs> that, is, that is what the world would be like. These papa dubs are soggy. <laughs> um, do you think then for you, being ambitious is something that you would look for in a relationship? Like, did. I ever strike you as ambitious, or would it be something? Eh, you're fucking shaking your head. You're not ambitious. No, you're, I'm not. You're like me. No, 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 no. We've got things that we like. We we've got a very low bar. We Listen, we take pleasure in very simple things. Yes. We Do don't I want to have... take over the world and be somebody? No, I don't care about that stuff. But I'll tell you what, though. When I was younger, I always wanted to be an actress, right? right. That was my thing. I, I've done like a couple of little films well, yeah, and stuff. Me too, which obviously. Is, I, yeah, like, of I was ambitious. There was a point in my life where I was at like, especially like my late teens, early yeah. 20s, which I think everyone goes through. Yeah. I took myself very seriously. Well, you've got to be in I that was James point. Buckley actor. Yeah. That was like my whole personality. My whole yeah. thing was my job. Yeah. 
Um, but that's a, that's an age where I think you do have to be like that. But then I'll tell you what though. Then when I, I met you, what were what was we twenty? I was twenty when I met you. Twenty one. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, must have been. Um, yeah, you were. So then, obviously, we were still really young, and then, as everybody knows, if you've I listened, I was sixty four. If you've listened to this podcast, I got pregnant. We got pregnant really quickly yeah it took and, me about um, 12 seconds okay 12 being a bit kind to yourself there well i'm, I'm lying because <laughs> i'm on the podcast i'm trying to big myself up isn't i but um 10 of those seconds was trying to put was it me there. crying <laughs> what okay um but then my I'm ambitions so grateful. my ambitions <laughs> changed because then i was like all right shit i'm gonna be a mum yeah and then i and i never ever thought like, I wasn't one of those young girls who was like, I want to have kids and I want to get married. Like, it just happened yeah, really, really quickly. But then, because you had the job you had, which made me incredibly lucky, because I got to stay home with a baby and, you know, just throw myself into that, that was all I cared about. Yeah. So it was very much then, I don't actually want anything today with, like, that side of life, trying to do this or make it in that or even you, like you, start my own business or anything like that. You lose passion sometimes. You but I didn't time. lose passion. No. I got passion for something else. Yeah, that's what I mean. You yeah. lose, you, you, you shift, didn't you? I think that um, I was so driven yeah. when I was younger. So driven, like so single-minded. Mm. Had a goal, didn't care about, you know, in my late teens, early 20s, didn't care about partying and having fun and things like this. Right. I had a fucking meeting the next morning and I needed to be, I needed to be well, I needed to have a script learnt and things right. like that. Right, yeah. Like, I can't even imagine you could imagine me like that. Not really. That seems I used very to be organized. so, so driven. Then I achieved my goal. Then, like I said, I had kids. And also being driven is knackering. Yeah. It's really tiring. And I feel like being a dad just suited me more because the pressure's taken off me. I'm not supposed to be cool. I'm not supposed to impress anyone. I'm supposed to be a dad. Yeah. I'm supposed to be embarrassing and say shit jokes. <laughs> and, you know, like, I, that's, I'd like that pace of life yeah. a lot better. Uh, and now I can, all those, all those instincts, all those sort of uh, feelings of drive and, you know, ambition... Mm. I can project them on my kids because now I expect <laughs> I expect great things from them. But it's like, so, I mean, even though you, you're you an actor, right, and you were still working and stuff when the, when the kids were little, but it was almost like, I don't know if you can sort of compare it. Obviously, we were really lucky. And, you know, you would work for short periods of time and then you would have time off that and stuff. It, but yeah. it was almost like when, when the kids came along, we were still really young, but we wanted to be mum and dad so much that you sort of then started treating your acting work like, you know, if you were just in like a nine to five where you were like, right, I'm happy with this because I want to, well, that was my it. passions are new with these kids and I want to get home and I want to spend time doing it, that. So if I can just make enough money to pay the bills and pay the mortgage, yeah. then let I'm I'm good. I can go home, and we're good. It wasn't it wasn't anymore this thing where it was like, well, I want to be in Hollywood, and I wanna yeah. I want to do this, and I want to get to the very top. So yeah. it doesn't really matter what job you're in. Sometimes it can just be 
your priorities shift my and your ambition yeah, shifts. My priorities completely shifted. It used to be that I was my happiest making a TV show or, you know, performing in front of people mm -hmm. or something like that. Then the happiest I was was being at home with this brand new little fella that had turned up. Yeah. So it then became where I'd get job offers and stuff. And it's still like this to this day where it's like, it's going to have to be either I'm going to have to need to do it because I need money because yeah. that's the way the world works. Yeah. Or it's going to be something that I really think would be really good and yeah. a load of fun to do because it takes a lot to tear me away from being at home and being with these boys and being mm. with you. That's how my mind works now. That's yeah. how I weigh everything up. Yeah. If it gets to the point where it's like, oh, the bank account's looking a bit low, I better just do something. Yeah. I've done that. You have to do that. You you know, everyone has to pay bills and things. Yeah. But Again, I've never... Um, thanks for listening, guys. But I've never... Um, <laughs> and thank you to our sponsors. <laughs> um, but, and, but I've never... Um, I've never just kept... I mean, the first in between this film came out. Mm -hmm. That I suppose that was my peak, right? Right. Us four boys for a... For that summer of what, 2011 or whenever it came out, I think we were like the hottest commodity in mm. the in Britain. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a caveat there. No yeah. one cared about us outside of the UK, sure. But I know for a fact all four of us were getting people saying, the heads of the networks going, yeah. what do you want to do next? Yeah. What do and I decided to do, to do nothing you did. for a year. Yeah. I was like, I've just had a baby and I just want to hang out with him. Yeah. Which was career suicide. Correct. It was the worst thing I could have done at that yeah. point in my career. Yeah. I'll never be able to change that. Did you know that at the time or not? Oh, I had a feeling, yeah. Right. I, like, the saying is, strike while the iron's hot. Right, sure. Um, I don't regret it at no. all whatsoever. No, I'm I so close to my kids. Yeah. Much closer than I am to my dad. Yeah. Um, we have a very, very close relationship. I can talk to them about anything. They can talk to me about I anything. I think as well, like, sort of moving with the times. And we actually spoke to uh, G about this on her podcast, Happy Mum, Happy Baby. And we, we sort of went into the way we do things a lot differently. And I think that a lot of people our age are like that now. Yes, yeah. you want to be ambitious and of course you want to make money and you want to have a nice life and all that sort of stuff. But I think the little things matter to people yeah. as well. I and think... you see that on, so I know social media is like this big bad thing, but you see a lot of enjoy the little things and, and you know, even if it's just like... I, I, I think the thing is is, is that ambition... Can some, there's a fine line between ambition and greed sometimes, I think. Ooh. You can never accuse me of being greedy. No. I'm very grateful for... You Say know, that again for the, for the comment leavers. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Listen, there's been, there's been lots of stuff that I could have done purely for money. Yes. And don't get me wrong, there has been stuff that I have done purely for money because, that, as I keep saying, that's the way the world works. But I could have done a lot more. Yeah. I could have really, really... If you think I'm, I've cashed in I could have really cashed in yeah um but I've never been greedy I've always been happy with being and don't get me wrong very comfortable yeah we're, we're, we're super lucky but it's money's never been a drive not been the ambition I've done so much stuff for, for nothing I've done so much stuff where I've never asked what I'm getting paid I've turned just up want to do I've it. turned up to set and I'm like, oh, I don't even... Am I even getting paid to be here? Yeah. 
Like money's never even been been a conversation. I mean, I ask you what you're getting paid. Before you, you do, start. yeah. There's been loads of times I go, I don't know, but isn't it great. I get to. And I'm like, know. would you want to fucking make a phone call and find out? <laughs> um, right, that got a little bit um, serious, but I like that. That was a nice conversation. It wasn't so, funny, was it? No. So that's what I was gonna say. Let's, we need to get um, back to the, you know, people snapping their banjos and stuff. <laughs> well, listen to this, right? We've got part of sort of new year and new me and wanting to do better and all that sort of stuff people these days mm. they love a quote don't they so i've got some yeah. i've got some quotes here right oh, and i would make like you feel sick no, yeah i would like your reaction to some yeah, of these quotes go on. how do you feel about remember there are no mistakes only lessons Fine. I mean, they're all cliche, aren't they? They're all so cliche. And I hate it when people, and if you have tweeted or Instagrammed <laughs> that quote, you you win or you learn, like stuff like that. Don't, don't act as if you came up with it. I'm sick of people acting as if they've like, yeah, I fucking came up with that, man. Who came up with Live, Laugh, Love? I don't know, but they need a slap, didn't they? I bet they wish they had trademarked it. Or they... Listen, there's loads of stuff I women. wish I'd trademarked. Like what? Just friends. The word friends. <laughs> friend. -a. Just the word friend, yeah. Yeah. Didn't Joe say that to you the other day? He did, yeah. <laughs> he did. Um, how do you feel about Carpe Diem? Carpe Diem. Live life to the full. That's not what I mean. Seize the day, sorry. Oh, you, made, you see, you should have been made ambitious. Carpe diem. Well, uh, sorry, I don't speak Latin. That just makes me think of that um, movie, Dead Poets Society. Never watched it. Never seen Dead Poets Society? Nah. Oh. Hate poetry. <laughs> it's not about poetry. Well, well that's a shit title well, for a they, film then. Well, they, they're in, they talk about it. It's like an English Robin class. Williams in Robin it. Robin Williams, yeah. And Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. No. I'm thinking of Goodwill it's Hunting. It, yeah, it's just Robin Williams, and then it's like Ethan Hawke's in it. Right? Is that uh, is that where? Um, Go they... on. What were you going to say about <laughs> Ethan Hawke? For some love reason, Ethan we Hawk. talk about Ethan Hawke a lot in I our love house. Him. He's part of our sort of consciousness in the house because he does good things. I think he's brilliant. I think he's an amazing actor. In fact, I think he's such a great actor. I actually went and saw Ethan talk. Uh, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Give a talk. <laughs> I just thought you were really friendly with him. I went and saw Ethan talk. Yeah. Um, no, I went and saw Ethan Hawke give a talk uh, um, on, the, on the South Bank. I think it was at the Royal Festival Hall. About acting? Just about his experience acting. He was being interviewed by someone and he was, and it was a live, um, you know, an audience with Ethan Hawke thing. Right. And that's the type of thing that I would do as a young man, right. as a young actor. I would right. turn up to these, you know, people giving seminars and stuff like that. Yeah. So we talk about Ethan Hawke a lot for some reason in our house. And yeah. it's become a bit of a running joke where whenever you bring up Ethan Hawke, I go, oh, I actually saw him. Yeah, once. but the problem is for the first 10 times that you brought that up, you kept yeah. forgetting that you'd already told me. I did, yeah, me. but now it's become a joke where yeah. I do it on purpose. And I don't know whether that's going to go into the podcast because that's a boring story. It's a boring private joke. Well, Why um, was you talking about Ethan Hawke anyway? Because he's in Dead Port Society right. and they say Carpe Diem. Is that the film where they the stand day. up on the thing the and desk. go, my captain, my captain or something? Oh, captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Right. Yeah, it's yeah I know of film. it. I know what. It sounds I think rubbish. I think a lot of people think it's really boring. It sounds soppy and shit. I like it. Does anyone get blown up? Somebody shoots themselves. Nah, it's not. But do you see like their arm f fall off or something? No. Or, no. 
Does anyone get mangled by, like, fall into the propeller of a plane? No. Then I'm not watching it. <laughs> okay, Partridge. <laughs> um, what do you think about... Go on. You have to look through the rain to see the rainbow. Yeah, again, boring. You, you have to look through the rain to see the rainbow. That's not even the saying. You've got to put up with the rain. If you want a rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. That was Dolly Parton who said that. And people say she's just a big pair of tits. That's a quote from The Office. <laughs> I know it is. I know it is. And do you know how I know it is? Because I heard you saying that once and I thought you were talking about me. No. And I was like, excuse me? So that's it. You could come up with a quote. What's one of your quotes? I don't know. What is one of my quotes? Um, can you try and stop putting it up there? <laughs> Claire Buckley. And people say she's just a big pair of tits. No, you can't say that. Everything happens for a reason. I like that one. Yeah, sure. Because... Again, but generic. So generic and boring. All right, well, you've come up with one then. All right, I've got a saying for you. Here you go. He doesn't look. He said that so confidently and he's got nothing. I've got a saying for you. Um, sometimes things happen, right? Mm. They, don't, they don't make much sense. Mm. But, um, you know, keep your chin up. <laughs> <laughs> I was poor. Um, no, I don't. I'm not into inspirational quotes. Couldn't give a fuck. Don't need inspirational quotes. I do. Um, I do like the quote. It's been attributed to um, Jim Morrison, but I'm sure it was. I'm sure he took it from someone. Go on. Which is be the change that you want to see. I said. I literally said that to Jude the other day. <clears throat> I said, if we all do that. If you if we all want to, you know, if you want the world to be full of like, you know, all right people just having a good time and just you need to be an all right person. Yeah. Ugh. But that's all. That's all right, and it be the change that you want to see. Yeah, sure. But again, soppy. Yeah, and also I can't do that. I want everybody else to be nice, but I'm not going to be nice. Well, there's the problem. Don't expect, you know, other people no, because to I, do something that you're not prepared to do. No, but the problem is I would spend my whole life being nice to everybody and everybody's all no, breathing but, on my face. But then, but the point is if everybody did that. But they don't. I've got a saying for you, look after number one. Yeah, charity starts at home. Aye, fucking right. <laughs> Waste not, want not. Waste not, want not. That's all it's right. It's a good one, that. I'm a waste not, want not. You're not. You're wasteful. No, I'm not wasteful you at are. all. You are. You are. I'm not wasteful. You are. I'm not. I'm the one that has the first pint out of a new keg in the perfect That's draft. That's true. I would throw that Because you away. say, oh, it tastes funny. And I go, no, don't waste it. <laughs> That's being an alcoholic, but okay. <laughs> it's not at all. Right. Um, I think we have settled on the fact that inspirational quotes are a load of all shite. They are, they're shit. They're um, shit. <laughs> and if you like them, fine, but don't... Get a personality. <laughs> <laughs> As he swings his Stella there. You can, see, people you think can, I'm the mean one. You're a, you, you are actually Look at mean. your fucking inspirational quote, down a protein shake and go, go to the gym. Yeah. That's the people who are, it's Jim 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 Bros. Jim so Bros are they inspiration. The they're the inspirational they quote it. people. Uh, listen, if you want to yeah. read inspirational quotes, that's yeah. fine. I'm always reading yeah. like what people's last words were and stuff oh, like yeah. that. I love, love that. One another. But George Harrison. George Harrison. But don't post them. Yeah, don't be like 
fucking carpe diem. Yeah. Yeah. Going to get another tattoo. Yeah. Shave a line in my of eyebrow. Of carpe diem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't post it, you prick. There's yeah. a, there's a, there's, go with that. It's for people with blank spots in their personality. They need to fill them. It is. None of your listeners post inspirational quotes. They don't at Guaranteed. All. They're Guaranteed. just as miserable as us. Correct. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Moving on to our miserable listeners, we've got a marital mayhem. Oh, thank God. It's not um it's not a voice note, I'm afraid. Who's and reading this? There's no name. Oh. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, see, I've seen the word naked already. Right, I'm not gonna read it. I'll read it for the first time here. Have you got it as well? I've got it as well, yeah. Do you want to read it or will I? You read it. I can't be bothered. Hi Claire, hi James. I've been with my husband for many years, and a few months ago he hit a big birthday and wanted to shake his life up a bit. Oh, getting ambitious, is he? All right. After considering a number of hobbies, my husband decided to take up life drawing classes. I am fucking sure he did. Christ. At first, I was thrilled that he had a new passion, but after seeing some of his sketches, which artistically aren't that bad, I have started to feel a bit worried. Each week, he is spending an hour sketching naked women, Mm. who, by the looks of his sketches, have very impressive bodies. Paying specific attention to their... Impressive body. Well, paying specific attention to their perky boobs and bums. Mm. We've been together for over a decade, so things aren't as hot as they used to be. Should I be worried that he's gone elsewhere for a bit of excitement, or should I simply encourage his new hobby? I would say only start worrying if the lines start to look a bit shaky. (laughs) Listen, I would say of all the ways for him to get a cheap thrill, that is maybe the least worrying way. I mean, if he wanted to see naked ladies, there's plenty of... Oh, they're everywhere, isn't they? ...websites that he could look up. He's chosen to do life-drawing classes... Interesting. Oh, I think he's actually quite sweet. And yeah. even if he is doing it for that reason, which I don't think he is, because like I said, you don't need to do that. No. It's not the 1930s. I don't know what happened in the 1930s, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there's plenty of other ways he could look at perky boobs and bums. I wouldn't worry about it. I think he sounds as if he's genuinely interested. You're not fucking doing it, though, so don't get any ideas. I wouldn't want to. Sounds boring. <laughs> That's it. It's not... It's not I don't think that's for thrills. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he genuinely wants to do it. Although, I wonder... So, she's saying they're all naked women 
Do you have to sign up for a, a, a naked woman or a naked man class? Well, I'm not going. I'm not turning up to a naked bloke one. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, he's fucking todger out. I was out of there like a shot, mate. Because he could do that. He could mix it up a bit. Doesn't always have to be the boobs and the bums. Um, yeah, but I think he could draw fruit. He could. Yeah, I, I think that. I think it's. Uh, I think we can all agree. No matter what orientation you are or whatever, it, the, the penis is an ugly thing. <laughs> Fucking sat there on top of a pair of bollocks looking <laughs> like, feel, like it feels sorry for itself. Yeah. Boobs, I've said this before, everybody loves boobs. Yeah. Everybody loves boobs. Boobs make people happy. Right. You watch a carry-on film, ah, <laughs> fucking a bra fell off. Right. It's great. Yeah. Whereas the penis... <laughs> You see a penis in a carry-on film, you go, what the fuck? Like, hey, that's a, minute. a bit much. Crikey. Yeah. It's offensive, isn't it? It's just a big... It's because it's ugly. Yeah. Anyway, what did we say about not getting too rude? Oh, well, I'm sorry. And they've given You're us right. a nice um, art Listen, story. it's fine. It's fine. I think it's fine. I think... Um... He, you should... Yeah, he's got a nice new hobby. As I say, if it starts... I don't know. There's some stains on the paper or anything. If the pages are stuck together in his <laughs> sketchbook. <laughs> then maybe. Yeah. Maybe start to work. It's a bit um it's a bit titanic, isn't it? Yeah. He just wants to draw them. Yeah, why draw does me. why draw don't me you, like those French why, girls? Why don't you let him draw you? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Can I draw you? What I for? think that'd be really funny. We'll just do it for memory. I can't fucking remember, Claire. <laughs> can't fucking remember, Claire. Anyway. No, thank you for uh, for writing into us. Yeah. And um, don't worry, he's no, fine. I, yeah. You've got nothing to worry about. I there. don't think you've got anything to worry about. And if you do, get back in touch. Yeah. He runs off with one of the life models. Life models, yeah. Right, on to Vow of Change. Vow of Change for the week. My favourite bit. Um, I hate this bit. No, it's fine. Um, I'm going to keep it simple. Um, we spoke about how we both can be quite competitive. We do like to play board games and we Oops. have we have uh, family game nights and stuff quite a lot. We do. House. So I just want to, and I know that you like to win and you'll do anything to win, <laughs> but I, I just want you to um, vow that you'll never use your feminine wiles Ooh. to try and uh, cheat at a board game with me because I won't even fall for it. I think you would. I wouldn't, mate. If we were playing Battleship and yeah. I like got a nipple out of something, I'd win straight away. No, because I would, yeah, if you're sat at the other side of the, yeah, but the board, I could... I'd go, great, brilliant, I'm playing Battleships, <laughs> I'm winning, obviously, <laughs> and I've seen a bit of nip. <laughs> Life's good for Buckley at the moment. Okay. Whereas if you start going, oh, why don't I come round and you can get a bit of a closer look at the nip, I'd go, whoa, lady. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, I'd go, wouldn't. I know what you're trying. You don't have the strength that no, Martin I, has. If we're playing battleships. You don't have that strength. If we're strength. playing battleships, I would. No, you wouldn't. Especially if we were like well into the James, game. James, you would not. Maybe if it was very early in the game, I'd go, all right, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but if we're well into that game and, and I'm about to win or something like that, I'd go. I could easily distract you. Well, I'm asking you not to. All right. I feel like that shouldn't be a vow. It should be more of a challenge. Well, it's a vow. Okay. It's got to be a vow. Well, because it, yeah, that's well, the rule of the podcast. Okay. Well, I mean, there's no danger of me getting a nip out when we're playing battleships. Mm, I don't really I play know. battleships. It's a sexy game. I can't, I can't be bothered with it can you. Get, it can get quite hot. 
you take battleships very seriously. Take you don't do anything unless you're going to take it seriously. All right. Is that your inspirational quote? There's my inspirational <laughs> quote for you. Don't do anything half-assed. If you're going to do something, do it. Right, you ready for your vow? Yes. I don't think you're going to be happy. Go on. It's a good one. All right. I want you to follow me on Instagram. All right. Well, if it means anything to you, I will take that as seriously as any of the other vows that I've made on this <laughs> podcast. Why? But you should follow me. All right. Well, I'll go first then. Um... I promise from this day forth to follow you on Instagram. We'll find out next week where, how that didn't happen. And can everybody in on James's Instagram, can you just constantly leave comments to say follow Claire? And you're going to have to leave a comment because... Um, you don't read your DMs. I, I don't. I don't. No one can DM me. That, we forgot, Kanye. You're so important. No, it's not that. It's just that you get people, and I'm one of them, we, you know, if you've been on the television and stuff, you, you do basically, if you're on social media, it is 90% of people just going, you're a prick. <laughs> and after a, over Wait, a decade... That, but surely that's the people that know you, no? No, no, it's not, not even the people that know me. And, and then after over a, well over a decade of that, you do sort of go, fucking, had enough of this, this is awful, isn't it? <laughs> I've had enough of this. All you've got to do is turn those messages off. Um, you can just turn them off. No one can get in contact with me. I don't have that. I love my DMs. Well, because people are nice to you. People, people are nice to me. But you watch, Claire, as soon as this, you know, 2024, this is the year where this podcast becomes the biggest podcast in Britain, right? Correct. Yeah. Once that happens, yeah. Wait until wait until you see, wait and see your DMs change. No, see my DMs. I literally have women who are in HomeSense mm. and they take a picture of something and they're like, "Get down to HomeSense, Claire. Look at this." Yeah. And I'm like, "Brilliant! Thanks That's for great. the heads up." Absolutely great. That's what I get. I remember that was what the early days of Twitter was like for me. Right. I'd be like, "Oh, I've got. I'm in London for two hours. What? What, what can I do? I've got to kill two hours." And I'd have a load of suggestions. Going, "Oh, you should go here. You should go there." Yeah. It's like fucking brilliant. That's, Absolutely great. Yeah, that's what I mean. Then it turned into oh, you're a prick. You're a prick. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna find well, you. Well, okay. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. That I, if you follow me on Instagram, I will not send you messages calling you a prick. I'd rather you did that. That would be a step down from just being called it to my face. <laughs> Morning, you prick. That's how my day starts. See, you love to do that to me. I am so nice. Right, well, I did my vow. Okay, um, I promise from here on out, <laughs> I promise from this day forth that I what, will not get, use... Get a tit out when we're playing <laughs> battleships. <laughs> By the way, I've never done that. I promise not to use my feminine wiles, wiles yeah. to win at games. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Guys, thanks for listening to this rubbish. Hold on. Can I just quickly ask you something? Go Have you on. read that book yet? Into Thin Air? You started it yet? Have I started it? Mm. No. Um, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on all platforms and follow us at In Sickness and In Health Podcast to take part in our weekly polls and to send in any stories, messages or voice notes that you wouldn't tell your partner about. So thank you again for listening. Um, Claire, would you like to say goodbye? Bye. And... We'll see you next Tuesday. There you go. There's a podcast episode. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.